Hello, everyone. This is Alexa with uh, Lose the Cape at LoseTheCape.com. And we are having another wonderful guest on our There's Just Not Enough Time in the Day podcast series where we like to talk to busy moms and kind of pick their brain about their days, their lives, how they make it through, and um, and what tips and resources they might be able to share for the benefit of all of us. Today I am interviewing Harmony Hobbs, and she is a blogger, although you do not have to be a blogger to be interviewed on this show, but we have lots of wonderful bloggers. Um, she blogs over at Modern Mommy Madness, and I love the byline, it's honest, or the tagline, honesty and insanity in one fell swoop. So welcome, <laughs> Harmony. Thank you for Thank being you with Thank you for us. having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Harmony and I met um, met through a crazy Facebook group for mom bloggers, and um, and she is just hilarious, so I'm looking forward to, to hearing all about you. Um, <laughs> you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your kids? Um. Okay, well, I'm Harmony. My husband is a salesman, and I have three kids, um, ages six, three, and one, and I actually had a career in insurance when I got pregnant with our first child, and I never planned to be a stay-at-home mom. I was very ambitious. I wanted to go into management. It was I had everything mapped out, and then I had a baby and thought, I, I just, it like broke my heart to leave him at daycare every day, and I couldn't justify quitting until we had another kid. So I've only been a stay-at-home mom for three years since my middle child was born. So you're finally getting the hang of it then. <laughs> yes. It took, it took me about three years before I felt like I knew what I was kind of doing. <laughs> I Yeah, I totally agree because a friend of mine told me there's, there'll be a honeymoon phase and then eventually you'll get to the point where you're like, this is really hard. And I think I'm at that point now. Like at first when I, I quit working, it seemed like Staying at home was so not, I mean, it is a luxury, and it, it it seemed like such a luxury, but as time goes on, you forget you, how much harder it is to have a full-time job, and it, anyway, I'm glad to be home instead of trying to balance a career and my family, but at the same time, I think I'm working way harder now than I ever did at the office. Yeah, I, I agree with you on, on both of those perspectives. I really, I I hate it for moms who, especially those who want to stay home, for the ones that want to go back to work, more power to them. But for the ones that want to stay right. home to work, I, I hate it for them to watch them struggle with trying to get everything done. Um, but anyway, well, I was I was reading a little bit on your blog earlier, and I saw the post that you just posted, and I was like, we are in such the same place. I have three kids, too. My son is seven, my daughter's five, and my um, youngest daughter is three. So kind of the same, like I'm a couple he- years ahead of you in the same right. situation. But when you wrote in your post, and I just want to read it because I think so many of us can relate here. First of all, Harmony's really funny, and the first part of her post was hilarious, and then, like, she made me cry. Now more than ever, I find myself exasperated with my children and my life in general. Nothing is easy. Everything is hard. Everything. My days aren't about me. They're about them. And as much as I love being a mother, I still struggle with the part where my entire life revolves around these other human beings we've created. 
it's not easy for me to set my own needs aside for another 24 hours a day, but I do because I am a mom. I saw these two hug for the first time the other day, and that moment made my heart swell and my eyes fill with tears. At that, at, at all of the energy I pour out isn't for nothing. It's for everything. I just thought that was, one, just beautifully written, and two. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and two, like, that's exactly, I mean, I'm in that same place. Like, I get so frustrated being home and and, you know, having to take care of other people all the time and not being able to do what I want to do, but then they'll do something like that. That's just this magical moment where you're like, oh, my gosh. One, I'm so glad I didn't miss that, and two, this is really special, you know, so. Uh, it makes it all worth it. That's what people yes. mean when they say, and, you know, you can't explain that to someone that's never experienced it. And even my husband, who he's a wonderful father and husband, but he, he just doesn't, there's something about seeing those moments as a mom that it just makes every heartache and late night and, you know, struggle. It's just worth it. It's amazing. (laughs) I'm so grateful for those moments. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. Especially when they're being sweet. (laughs) I'm grateful whenever I get those sweet moments. (laughs) There's so few and far between. <laughs> I know, and and the first part of your post was so funny about your child trying to poop on the potty, and I I totally get that too. But <laughs> praying for them to just get through it. Anyway, um, so you stay at home, but you also work from home as a writer, right? Because you've published, yes, you've had pieces published in a couple of different books. I have. It's. <laughs> It's really crazy. I've always I've always been a writer. I think you're you're kind of born, you know, that's either in you or it's not. But I just sort of ignored it for a long time and when I was trying to balance a career and motherhood, it was like it was so that was so hard for me. I'm not a very good balancer and so I started just blogging to kind of have an outlet, but I never dreamed anybody would even want to read it I just sort of did it just because and then slowly it's kind of you know I've just taken small steps it's been a long process of just tiny things here and there Um, I started writing for a local website Baton Rouge Moms and then I this summer actually well it was last spring it's been almost a year I submitted a piece to scary mommy and I couldn't believe that they published it I was <laughs> but Jill Smokler I can't I owe everything to her because she for whatever reason they published my piece and then um she asked me to uh contribute to the scary mommy guide to surviving the holidays which is just that was life-changing because it threw me into a space online full of other women that write. I would never would have met all these people if it wasn't for being in Jill Smokler's book. And now I just found out I'm going to be published in a book called I Still Want to Pee Alone. Um, that <laughs> do, do what? I said that's Jen's newest book. That's awesome. Yeah, Jen Mann is, uh, this is her latest anthology, and I can't believe she's publishing me in her book. I'm like, what, I just, every time I get published anywhere, 
it's really humbling to me. I get really emotional about it because I never, I never would have expected anyone to even read what I write. I don't, I don't even write with anything in mind. I more do it for myself because I don't really have the time or the money to go to therapy. So I just write. <laughs> and then when people want to publish it, I'm like, do you need therapy? <laughs> So yeah, I've I've I my husband is super supportive and when I when I found out I was gonna be in the Scary Mommy Surviving the Holidays book, he bought me a laptop and I've I've sort of been trying to balance writing on top of everything else that I was doing just as being a mom and oh my goodness, I've turned into a total train wreck, being slipped through the cracks, I forget to pay bills, I forget to pick up children. I mean, I we've had to kind of recalibrate like who's responsible for what, because I can't, one person can't keep up, you know, with the things no. I was trying to do. So No, it's true. I, I have the same, the same issues. In fact, I forgot to pay a bill last month. <laughs> <laughs> Just gets crazy like that. Now, um, so I know I always like to have people kind of tell, walk us through a, a, a day in their life. Like what's an average day like, and um, and if I know, I laugh too. Is there such a thing as an average day? <laughs> <laughs> They're all sort of a blur. I'll walk you right. through a, a typical day. Um, I get up. I get up. I try. I'm a morning person, and my ideal goal would be to wake up like an hour before anyone else gets up. But I. The earlier I get up, the earlier they get up. It's like they have a sense that I'm up, and they it's just it's not working well for me, but anyway, I get up, I have to have like two cups of coffee before I can deal with anything and um we get I make breakfast, I get my oldest on the bus he rides he we have a really nice neighborhood school, and he just rides the bus there and um. Basically, I've found I'm not the best stay-at-home mom. Like, I have friends that just embrace motherhood, and I feel like they're much better at it, at the stay-at-home mom thing, than I am. Not necessarily, like, being a mom, but just just the part where you're home 24-7 or on you're, you're at your job 24-7. I'm, I'm just not great at that. So I found some things that helped me cope, like writing. Um, I joined a gym. I got in, like, super cheap, and I go every day. Like, we get the oldest on the bus, and I take my two smaller ones, and I go to a class. I take them to the gym nursery, and I either exercise or in the summer, like, I'll just go sit in the sun. I I know a lot of people don't have that option. I'm really lucky. I got in super cheap and it's really close. But I think I would die if I <laughs> if I didn't have the ability to to do that. It's just I don't know. I I need to exercise for like the stress relief, I think. It just makes me feel so much better. So um and then we have lunch and then Sometimes they nap, and during nap time is, like, when I catch up on my email and social media and all that. And I used to write during nap time, but now I can't. It, the kids aren't sleeping like they used to. So I really – my writing time has really – it's really been a problem for me. I, I'm i starting to have to write at nighttime after they go to yeah. bed. But um, – Because you're so tired. 
Yeah, exactly. My brain shuts down at 8 o'clock, so it's I haven't really found a good um, window for writing, and I don't know if I will until my kids are all in school or something, which is a long time from now, so I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm going to do about that. I'm in the same position where I either have to stay up late or get up really early, and my brain is just fried at either place, so. Yeah. Well, my best ideas come to me when I'm in the middle of who knows what. Like, you know, when the kid, when obviously I can't sit down and write anything because someone's going to get hurt or escape the house. My one-year-old learned how to open doors, and I think once the little one became like a true toddler, my life sort of got out of control, and I realized that it's not going to be better until like a year from now. <laughs> Right. Like she wants nothing more than to run into the street. Like, I see her looking at it, and then she's desperately trying to get out, and I know that's what she wants. She just wants to go in the road. So I'm on high alert at all times. Yes, we have. I have a pretty crazy little three-year-old who thinks she needs to be doing everything on her own and running around the neighborhood, too. So luckily, our <laughs> door has a very squeaky hinge on it. So Oh, that's good. Yes, I refuse to um, put any WD-40 on it or anything because I need to hear when it opens. That's very so. smart. I think we need a bell or something on all right. of our outside doors. <laughs> I need to know if someone's getting out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So let's see. I think you made it till about – you didn't make it to the hardest part of the day, I think. Well, is it the hardest part of the day for you, dinner time? Oh, Oh, it's terrible. Well, I didn't acknowledge it because I just want to pretend it doesn't. <laughs> the witching hour. I, I, sw- I am like good until 4 p.m. and then everything just falls to pieces. My oldest son um, gets home around like 3:40, and at that point, I it's really there's. I've tried all types of things to make that an okay time of day, and there's just no way around it. I think it's just. It just sucks. I some days I my husband comes home at six, and, and sometimes he comes home and I've already had a glass of wine because I'm like, I, you know, I just I don't want to yell. I I do the best I can. I mean, sometimes it's 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 crazy. I I don't know. I take them outside, then I have to cook dinner. I I do definitely put them in front of the TV for like an hour before he gets home and then we all eat and then we have to do homework and baths and we'll put them I've always been a fan of early bedtimes because that's the only time like if I'm going to have a relationship with my husband we need to get our kids in bed early (laughs) otherwise it won't happen so I we have them all in bed by 7 30 or 8 o'clock and then then I get to hang out with him or you know I write I guess <laughs> sometimes at night it just depends. That's like my free time. I like to say I clock out at 7 p.m. Like I don't yeah. want to see kids again until at least until six the next day. Okay, so I'm gonna totally go off of the schedule here and ask, how do you? I am amazed at people who can get their children in bed that early. I have never <laughs> do it. No matter what I try, I can't. I just I don't. How do you do it? I well, I don't know if it's I don't know. I don't know. Now, I mean, maybe 
maybe my kids are, I don't have a clue if my kids are naturally like early to bed, early to rise people. Like, I don't know if you're, you're born with that or not, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I just, we just always, it's really not my husband. He's a night owl. I don't think he would care if our kids were up till 10, but I care because I've been with them all day and I just want them to be quiet and be in their bed. So um, I don't know. Like we just, we start the routine and that's just, that's just what we do. I I don't, I think it's luck. I really, I think some kids (laughs) naturally like they're night owls and they don't want to go to bed, but they've never been big nappers either. So I think by the time, which means I have a hell of a day, but they go to bed early, <laughs> and they right, sleep well, really hard. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think there is something to be in wired for it because, I mean, even since my kids have been, you know, babies, they all, none of them have wanted to go to bed before about 9 o'clock. But we don't have to get up. They don't get up until 7. So I suppose if I were to start waking them up earlier, they might go to bed earlier. I don't know. They might, or they might not. <laughs> it's a gamble. But, you know, it's funny. When my husband's not at home, I don't know if it's a difference because um, when they're here, you just kind of expect them to help you in the process. I don't know. I do anyway. <laughs> so I, I wind up, like, kind of dragging it out because I'm waiting for him to pitch in and help with certain parts of it. When he's not yeah. here... I have my system down, and I can get them into bed by, like, 7.45, which is early, early. I want right. them ready and, and in their beds, and, you know, they can read their books in their beds or whatever. But, yeah, if he's here, it seems to get later and later because he'll do obnoxious things like want to <laughs> play with them or something. <laughs> oh, no, my That's, husband, uh, he'll he'll wrestle with them, and I'm like, do you realize you're you're amping them up? Like, you're getting their blood is going faster. We need it to go slower. <laughs> and I think it's just men. That's just, they don't, the moms, I think, are more soothing, you know. I don't yeah. know. That's how it is in my house anyway. <laughs> well, um, so let's see. What was I going to ask you next? Uh, so you get them in bed by nine. That's, I mean, by seven. That's good. And then you have your time with your husband, and then you might get to write. So okay. So do you? When do you like do any of the stuff that we have to do at home, like cleaning and laundry and? <laughs> oh, okay. So during the day, like when I'm not, when when it's not nap time, and I'm not the gym or running errands or whatever I don't ever sit I'm like I feel like it's pointless to sit because the minute I do somebody they need something you know someone needs someone has a runny nose and I'm potty training my three-year-old and it's going fine but you know how that is I mean it's constant you're just doing stuff constantly so I just I'm pretty I'm pretty organized. Like, I, I run laundry every day. I'm always, like, folding clothes and putting them up. I just sort of stay on my feet, I guess. Like, I right. I don't know. I devoted Monday. That Monday is the day that I clean for real. Like, I scrub a toilet maybe or I clean, you know, like I wipe down the countertops. I'm not – I do not deep – I feel like I'm not a very good homemaker because I don't know how to clean an oven I don't cook anything from scratch. I, I've never wiped a baseboard in my life. I mean, I just, 
overall I want a, a sense of order and I want some if someone walked in my house they'd probably be like oh her house is so clean but really it's not <laughs> it just oh. looks like it's clean <laughs> so um you know I mean I I think I'm always kind of doing something but it's I don't ever do anything that takes too much time like I don't fold we cram stuff in drawers I don't fold sheets I have an assigned drawer for every body like my oldest child has twin size beds so all the twin sheets get crammed in one drawer it's really it's it's kind of I don't know like I think some people might think I don't know I I'm not very I'm not I'm not a perfectionist at all when it comes to all that stuff so I sort of just always am doing surface type things right that's funny I I might have to try that whole not folding clothes, just cram them in drawers because within a day, within a day of me folding them and putting them in their in their drawers, all they've done is pulled them all out, throwing them on the floor. And oh, I know. Oh, I know. And there's nothing that make, like pisses me off faster than someone unfolding something I just folded. <laughs> I mean, I just took the time to fold it. I I don't know. I get really aggravated over that kind of stuff. So I just I just stopped. I every drawer in this house is crammed full and if you want something you just have to unload the whole drawer and just cram it all back in there and find it oh that's funny you know i was (laughs) laughing at you i was laughing at you when you were saying that um when your husband gets home at six you might have already had a glass of wine because um this week i've been participating in a like a valentine's day not not valentine's day it's in preparation for valentine's day but it's a thing for moms about intimacy oh yeah, right. With um, Sarah Swafford, and um, and we were talking about self care and how you find moments as a as a busy mom um, <laughs> self care throughout the day. And I said that yeah. same thing. I was like, at five o'clock, I do. I either the kids are either outside playing or they're watching TV or doing something like that, and I pour myself a glass of wine and listen to podcasts while I'm making dinner. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I was like, I'm so glad oh. you're right. I'm not the only one. No, I'm I'm such a big believer. In, <laughs> I I think self care is vital. I'm I'm such a fan. I like and everyone has a different need, you know, for whatever works for them. But I mean, I think when self care goes out the window, like you can kiss your happiness goodbye because that's I mean, we have so little that's just ours like as moms there's just nothing it's like I'm hanging on to the few things I have and nobody's (laughs) going to take them away I mean (laughs) I'm going to have my coffee and I'm going to have my wine and I'm you know going to take a shower like I have those three things that I require and you know the rest of the day yes I will wipe butts but I, I I don't get the stuff I need just to feel like a human being. I get depressed. I mean, I can see how people end up in a very dark place when yeah. they're not, you know, making sure that they still feel like people. <laughs> I agree totally. Um, okay, so um, do you have any particular resources like websites, books, programs, apps? anything like that that you use that you, um, you know, helps you kind of organize your day and your life as a mom, or do you just wing it? I totally wing it. (laughs) I want to be, I want to be one of those moms that has an app 
for everything and everything's synced. I don't even know what the hell that means or looks like. I I am winging it. It's not pretty. I, I have a planner, like the old-fashioned kind you actually write in. Because I get, like, a sense of satisfaction from writing something on paper with my hand. Um, but I don't. I don't have, I mean, when, I guess when I had my first child, I read all the books and, you know, I was constantly looking things up, but I have an online mom group that I take all my, like if I end up stuck and I don't know, you know, what, if I need an opinion from a group of women, I would take it to my mom's group. And it just, I find that really helpful. I mean, I used to Google everything, but now I use them as a good resource for mom type issues. That is good. But that's, no. that's what I do too. It's, I mean, it's just a lot. Sometimes people say crazy things and things you would never actually do, but yeah, it's <laughs> nice to see, um, it's nice to hear feedback from other people, especially if you're wondering, like, oh, my gosh, did I just do something, like, really stupid or... Yeah. Am I going to scar my kids for life? <laughs> or, right. Exactly. It, but, it, it, like, there's always someone that has done it. Like, I mean, at least in my case. I guess I haven't done anything too crazy, but... It's so validating. I mean, there's always at least one mom that's like, oh, I've been through that, or, oh, my kid had that illness. Like... Oh, my one of my kids got molluscum, which is like this skin. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It totally freaked me out. It's apparently very common, but it's like a skin issue that's super contagious. You get it from like water slides and swimming pools, and that's where he got it. And I was like, I I was so upset. I mean, I thought, oh my goodness, my kid is not going to be able to. All the other kids won't want to play with him. Like, something's really wrong with his skin. And I took it to my mom group, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, my kid had that. Oh, it's fine. It'll go away. I mean, it's just it's just nice to have that community. Yeah, I agree. I had the same situation. Um, all three of my kids had hand, foot, and mouth last fall. Oh, yeah, that's a bad one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I had heard about it before. I heard other people talking about it, but I didn't really know what it was. And it was kind of yeah. one of those things that I was happy to live in ignorance until I <laughs> I feel that way about life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was great hearing all the feedback. And there were things that people said that I was so glad that I had heard because, like, one of the ladies was like, don't be surprised if their skin all peels off. And sure enough, one of my kids, like, peeled like a, a snake. I mean, it was just gross on oh, their feet. Oh, that's horrible. And then somebody else was like, yeah, and their fingernails might fall off too. And sure enough. Oh, my gosh, seriously? I, oh, yeah. my gosh. There's a lot of weird things. But, I mean, I would have thought, who knows what I would have thought if all of a sudden my three-year-old, I guess she was two at the time, her fingernails started coming off. Oh, yeah. It's like, it would be like the plague. You'd be rushing to your pediatrician. (laughs) Okay. Um, And I guess the last thing I usually ask is if you had to give yourself one piece of advice before you had kids based on what you know now, what would that be? I would, I would have told myself to, I, this is, okay. Let me see if I can, I've got, I know I need to be concise, so I'm going to really try. I have 
I, I know all, most women, I'm, I can't say all women, but most women that I know have a hard time just looking at themselves in the mirror and being happy with how they look. It just like, there. I know for me, like I've always, my whole life, like I've always thought if I could just lose 10 more pounds or if I just didn't have so much cellulite on my legs or, you know, there's always something that's not good enough or, you know, like something that bothers you. So I wish that I had been easier on myself before I had kids because I didn't realize, I I mean, your body changes every time you have a kid. It doesn't matter how much weight you lose or, I mean, I, I guess if you can just go to the plastic surgeon and have them put you all back together, (laughs) it would be okay. But you know, your body is not ever going to look the same. And I wish I had not been so hard on myself. And I also wish I had just, just enjoyed where I was at the time because I'll never, I mean, just like today, you know, I have lines and wrinkles and, age you know I'm 35 now and it I had this epiphany recently where I thought I need I'm just happy with myself today because in five years I'm going to be mad at myself at my 35 year old self for not being happy with how she was in that moment you know in 10 years I'm going to look back and think I had no idea how good are, you know, I looked fine. Like there's nothing wrong. We need to listen to our husbands because my husband has been telling me this since we met is they, I mean, he's happy with how I look. So I need to be happy with how I look. And I wish that I had been wise enough to realize that 10 years ago or, you know, eight years ago (laughs) before I even started thinking about childbirth. (laughs) I know. I'll look back at pictures now and I'll be like, man, I thought I was fat then. I wish I could be fat. I know. (laughs) I know. No, it's very frustrating. I get mad at myself when I look back because I know, I mean, wish that that women didn't have such a hard time with that. And I hope, I have a daughter. She's my youngest. And it's one of my biggest concerns for her is I just want her to be happy. I mean, you see other people differently than they see themselves, and I just wish – it wasn't so much like that. You know, women, we're so hard on ourselves. It is. uh, Yeah, I have two little girls, and self-esteem and self-image is definitely something that I will do my best to boost up with them as much as possible. So, um, well, all right. Well, I really enjoyed talking with you, and um, if you want to, do you want to give a plug for anything? We talked about your website, and I'll put it on my show notes so that people know how to reach out to you. Um, yeah, I would. Yes, I would love to plug some stuff. I um, would love for everyone to visit my blog, which is Modern Mommy Madness, and keep an eye out for I still just want to pee alone, which comes out. I think March twentieth is what we're shooting for. So. It'll it'll be next month, um, and everyone should buy it because it's going to be hilarious. And that is probably all I have to plug right now, <laughs> right this moment. <laughs> I didn't expect that question. That's but quite all right. <laughs> everyone needs your... to read those things. <laughs> well, and I, I strayed from it a little bit today, but um, 
I'll I'll put all of your contact information in the show notes so people will know how to get to you and read her blog. It's a good one. So thank <laughs> you, and um, I'll see you on Facebook. <laughs> thank you for having me. All right. Talk to you later. Okay.